This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was Summer Anthems Part 2. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. This is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And we have done an episode three episodes ago uh, that was a little different, Adam. Yes. We sort of went through the summer anthems every four years, starting in 1996, taking us all the way up to the present. Yes. We sort of listened to a little snippet. We had literally so much fun doing it that selfishly we thought, what should we do today? And we answered it with the exact same thing. An episode so nice, we had to do it twice. (laughs) More summer anthems. Just simply more of them. We were discussing, there was so many great ideas tossed out. It's starting to become a trend. Yes. An hour or so before the episode, we will ask Twitter, what should we talk about? Yes. We got Uh, some good ones. Really good suggestions. Sandwiches from our good friend Lucas, What's Up Lou? Yes. Um, Toiletries, really intriguing. Driving, which we kind of hit on in the Los Angeles episode with our friend Trevor. Yeah. Vacations would have been really nice. Yeah, yeah. And then somebody, a wise guy, said ampersands. Ampersands. Real funny. We, We're going to tackle that next episode. <laughs> <laughs> we included an ampersand in the tweet. Yes. So uh, those are all great ideas, but we still just want to just be is, musical. We Is it okay that we just – we literally just want to listen to more summer anthems. Right. We're using this podcast as a platform to scratch our own musical itch of listening to more summer jams. So if you haven't heard the summer <laughs> anthems episode, you're in luck. You're about to hear another one. That's right. So we started in 1996. The previous episode, yeah. Yeah. Jumped ahead every four years, presidential style. And we decided that um, we're going to do the same kind of uh, structure. Yeah. But we're going to jump ahead two years. Because four years feel, yeah, we're going to start in 98. Yes. But the reason that the four year gap feels nice is just because, like, four years is enough time for, like, the pop culture to evolve, like, a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, you can see how the taste changed no just question. a little. Yeah. Like, in our last episode, like, that Matchbox 20 thing in the year 2000 came out of nowhere. And it was like, wow, what was up with us then? We, it was raining that what? summer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what happened then? Um, well, I'll tell you what happened in 1998. Tell Adam. me, Bill. Brandy and Monica fought over the boy. The boy. The the nameless boy. God almighty, this was one of the all-time great music videos. Yes. Because again, 1998, we're 15, you're 16, whatever. But like this Brandy and Monica, the boy is mine music video with the split screen and they're on the phone with each other. Yes. Was iconic, so epic, and was played so hardcore on TRL. So what do you say we play it so hardcore on No Joke? Please and thank you. That is unbelievable. That song is so, so supremely good. And we just watched the video and we realized that the boy is Mackay Pfeiffer. Mackay Pfeiffer. He's yeah. the boy who is, who is, is it? Whose boy is it? Brandy or Monica's? I'd like to also imagine that if they never showed him, that it could have been the story of two babysitters who are arguing over a client. Uh, just a really practical dispute. The, the boy, boy is mine. Is mine. No, the, the account is mine. The boy is mine. That family knows me for years. Um, that song is hot, hot fire. That song is so hot. Um, we just, yeah, we just peeked at the music video for a second. And again, just to sort of peg it to how 1998 it is. There is a Brandy and uh, maybe both Brandy and Monica, but Brandy is watching the Jerry Springer show sure. at the beginning of the video. Just to sort of peg us to exactly what was in the culture at that time. Correct. It was like that. The Jerry Springer show yeah. was such a cultural phenomenon in and of itself that it bled its way into the Brandy Monica music video. It almost opened the video. Yeah, it really did. Brandy was popular. Monica was my favorite. Wow. Yeah, Monica. She had like that edge. I can't really explain it. I yeah. feel like she was more uh, likely to have a hip hop remix attached to one of her songs. Exactly. She had that song the first night. Loved it. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Monica, I, I wasn't, I mean, like, because, like, correct me if I'm wrong, Billy, but like Brandy was kind of the name of the two. Was that fair to say? Like, Brandy was a little more famous than Monica? Oh, no question. For sure, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because Brandy, if you recall, went to prom with Kobe Bryant. Bryant. Yes. With Kobe Bryant. Who, uh, another person who probably was like an even a rung lower than Monica, but who I loved more than both of them, Maya. Maya. Yeah. Was Maya did Gangster's Paradise. What? What? No. Who am I thinking of, Bill? Who's Maya? Wait. Coolio did Gangster's Paradise. Not Gangster's Paradise. I'm sorry. The one from Bullworth, the one with Praz. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ghetto Superstar. Super Ghetto Superstar. Ghetto Superstar. That Maya you're talking Uh, about? Yes. That's a great summer anthem. That is a really good summer anthem. But Maya was like really petite. She was like sort of low-key in that Brandy Monica vein. Yep. She did a song with Silk the Shocker once that was so awesome. But you're right about Monica like more likely to have a hip-hop remix. Like Brandy was like pretty 
P. There was something PG and like maybe she was literally on the Disney Channel. She was Moesha. That's right. She was Moesha. She so was she, like, like, yeah, she was like destined for bigger, more like Hollywoody things. She was like safe for middle America. She was like sort of a, I don't know, kind of a, a, a sanitized hip hop beat. She was just destined for bigger things. Destined I don't know. for bigger. But Monica had that song. It's just one of them days. Oh, that's Monica? That, that a girl goes through when I'm angry inside. inside. Don't want to take it out on you. So consider it, Monica. And then the beat comes in and it's yeah. like, don't, don't, ch, don't, yep. don't, don't, yep. don't, ch. And yep. you're just like, Monica's I want to take some time out to think things through. Exactly. Wow, that's that a was good really one. good. And the, you're so right. Like, Monica was almost halfway to Debrat in terms of like oh. hip hop. Like, all, like, she was on the way to Debrat. I, I would feel say like. Most uh, of Monica's music videos <laughs> took place on like a city street. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And Brandy's was in like a girly bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder where Monica's at. Where are you, Monica? Yeah. I wonder where Monica's at. <laughs> if you're listening, Monica, drop us a line. We're thinking about you. Yes. <laughs> Monica, do you subscribe to the No Joke Podcast? If you don't, please do. It's and- very easy, Monica. Take <laughs> out your iPhone, click the podcast app, then type in No Joke yep. Podcast in the search. Yes. On the top right, it'll say subscribe. Yep. Click it. Click that. And then let us know where you're at. And that doesn't just apply to Monica, y'all. That applies to everyone. That's mm. how anyone would subscribe. Yes. <laughs> Monica not, or not. Not. Yep. Monica or not. Monica or notica. You can just please subscribe to the No Joke Podcast, rate, review, give us five stars. But specifically, if you are Monica, please do that. And Maya. <laughs> and Maya. And Maya. And DeBrat. Yeah. So just yeah. – uh, 1998. 1998, man. Dare we uh, fast forward? Fast forward, boo. Okay. I am scrolling okay. down the list. God, Brandy. I mean, not bad. Okay. 2002. 2002. It got real warm. It must have been really warm. Okay. Do you know why it was really warm? I wonder. There was a rapper with a Band-Aid, and he was saying to the people, it's getting really oh, hot. Okay, yeah. Really hot. Yes. Do you know the song that I'm talking about? This is Nelly. It's yes. getting hot in her? Yes. So okay. So what are you supposed to do when it's getting hot in her? To take off all your clothes? Correct. It's getting so hot, I'm going to take my clothes off? So let's take <laughs> our clothes off real quick. <laughs> okay. It's getting very hot in here, and let's listen to Nelly's Hot in Her. <laughs> I was like, good gracious, as potacious, uh, flirtatious, trying to show face. I'm waiting for the right time to shoot my steam. You know, waiting for the right time to blast them keys. And uh, I'm leaving, please believe it. That is Nelly, 2002, It's Getting Hot in Here. You said, uh, when we were listening to it, right before you hit play, you said, you know, I secretly hate Nelly. And then we played it, and one second later you said, oh no, I kind of like, so, like it. And you were dancing with the biggest smile on your face. Thus is the power of the summer anthem. That, that is, is the power of the anthem. Would you say that Hot and Her is the older brother to the thong song? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's yeah. a great analogy, I think. Yeah. It's like there's a kit, there, it's like kitschy. Yeah. It's like a little, it's pretty frivolous. Yeah, very frivolous. It's like very, it's nudity forward. Yes. It's like, it's very pro nudity. He had that song, uh, Country Grammar. Yes. First. E-I, E-I, uh-oh, what's, what's poppin' tonight? Then he had, if you want to go and take a ride with yeah. me. I mean, that's a pretty good one. Where they at, where they at? Yeah, were you into, I mean, like, were you into Nelly? When Nelly was, like, yeah. at the peak of his Nelliness? Yes, because what also was happening at the time was, like, Ja Rule and Ashanti yeah. and Fat Joe and Ashanti. Yes. What's love? It was very pop rap R&B, forward. Yeah. That's what we were, that's, like, what was being, like, funneled to me was pop rap. Yes. And, yeah, Nelly it, was right in, like, right center lane of that. Yeah, and again, it is kind of an extension of the Brandy Monica thing. It, yeah, like the early, the late 90s, early aughts, there was like the R&B hip-hop fusion was yeah. like alive and well. Yeah, totally. And it was just really, and I guess like to me personally, um, my, and I know we've talked about this before, but my hip-hop, my like sort of being um, uh, baptized into hip-hop was Nas, Wu-Tang, Biggie, Of course, Tupac. that's obviously. What, there wasn't pop rap really yes. then. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Slick Rick sounded kind of pop rap, wasn't. Right. You know what I mean? Like it got it turned into pop music. It did. It turned into pop around music. Around Nelly. Like yeah. around like the Nelly. Puffy. 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 It was really puffy, wasn't it? He like, started puff- sampling like in ways, in songs that was like, oh, okay, this is like shiny suits now and we're dancing now. Puffy kicked the door down between hip hop and pop. Yeah. I, but, I think that's a totally accurate And I think the analysis. real winner in all of that, in looking back of like, if you never, if you were like, like you, you weren't a fan of necessarily the shiny kind yeah. of Yeah. The Locks um, yep. signed with Bad Boy, yep. and then they immediately left Bad Boy after one album and went to the Rough Riders because yeah. they didn't want to wear shiny See, suits. Uh, we don't want to like dance and puffy things in a fisheye lens. Mm, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, like Dead Prez. Like, th- th- this was my – so like I, rap. rap, rap, rap. That feels like rap, and the other feels like hip-hop. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We were actually just talking about this past weekend yes. about like the Migos trend yes. and like this new trend in hip-hop and mm-hmm. how it's also – this is also like – 
uh, hip uh, pop, hip hop, R and B, hip hop 2.0 in a sure. way. Yeah. And how you were saying that, like, yeah, they really sort of like the, this trend of like lyrically, rhythmically, sort of skipping over the beat. Yeah, and it's triplets. Just, da 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 yeah. da 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 yes. da 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 da. And we were saying how that's kind of the opposite of of we sort of like New York East Coast hip hop traditionalist imagine as hip hop, which is like who's got the bars, right? Who's going to rap over these sixteen bars? Period. Rap. Correct. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> kudos to Nelly though, because in the yeah. number two hole in two thousand and two, yes, he beat a. Uh, Another Canadian, yes, not the Jeps, not the Jeps, uh, Avril. Oh yeah, that I mean, complicated, right? That's a, that was a huge, huge hip. That's a slow song. Yeah, if like you listen to it now, it's like why'd you got? See, even our instinct is to speed it up. No, it's, it's not like, even that fast. Why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? Hurry it up, so speed it up, baby. It would be things... so complicated if we got through it a little bit quicker. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, now, did complicated become before or? After Skater Boy. Ooh. Because I think that was I think that was car, uh, Avril at the gate. I think she came out the gate with complicated. Complicated. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Nelly, again, I mean, St. Louis's native son, by the way, he like reps St. Louis pretty hard, I of feel course, like. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And what was the name? Didn't he have like, not to put you on the spot, but didn't he have like a name for his crew? The St. Lunatics. The St. Lunatics. Come on. I knew it was a pun. Hello. I knew it was a pun. <laughs> the St. Lunatics are featured, and so is Puffy <laughs> in a song called Shake Your Tail Feather. Yep. That's a very good one. <laughs> I think I love Nelly. I think I've come around to love it. I think Nelly definitely, what I've at least sort of realized, I think, in this conversation, is that Nelly is sort of a progeny of Puffy. Yeah. I feel like, just you saying that Nelly and Puffy collaborated on that, it's just like Nelly sort of is a child of Puffy. But it's feel good music. Feel good, man. You know, same thing can be argued that Jay-Z's like, like in that same time frame. Yeah. He was making like big pimping and girls, True. girls, girls. I mean, like it was the, that, right. was, that was rap. Yep. User friendly. Right. User, user friendly. Yeah. yeah. And getting paid. Uh, getting paid, yeah. Yeah. And Nelly still does it? What's Nelly what Nelly's around still? I feel like Nelly, this is gonna be the Jeps where we say where has he been and we're gonna get emails saying <laughs> yeah, Nelly's yeah. been doing this. Yeah. I feel like he probably owns uh I feel like he's a businessman. Yeah, I feel like he owns like a third of an arena football league team. I think he does actually own a basketball team. Does he? Yeah. I think he has partnership maybe with Justin Timberlake or the Memphis Grizzlies. Cool. This, I don't know if that's true. Cool. But yeah. And what was with the band-aid? What, what was up with that? I think the same question could be asked to Lisa Left Eye Lopez. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe he was just honoring Left Eye? True. Lisa Left Eye used to wear a condom over her eye. That what? was what it was initially, wasn't it? A condom? I don't think I'm wrong here. Maybe I am literally dreaming right now and I'm not even here okay. speaking. But I, I'm pretty sure that what, what sort of um, predated the... Like, was a Band-Aid that Left Eye had? Uh, she had, like, a line. Yeah. Okay. I also think, and maybe I'm mistaken, and please someone correct me, or we could look at it on the internet in two seconds, that yeah. it used to be a condom that she wore over her eye, and then that got a little too risque, so she changed it. Okay. I, that's, maybe I'm crazy, but I think I'm right. Where is the next singer-songwriter, R&B singer, uh, who puts two condoms over <laughs> Two of them! <laughs> Just falls off the stage. Left and Constantly. right eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, it is the first act break, Adam. <laughs> yeah. We need to do another summer anthem. Last time we talked about Outcasts. Hey, um, yes. like that banger, banger, yeah. so utter banger. We've talked about Maya. We've talked about Monica. Yep, yep, uh, yep. Do any of uh, any artists come to mind that you? Well, like to play? I mean, just that we've been speaking of TLC. I don't know if Waterfalls was a summer anthem necessarily, or one of TLC's, mm -hmm. or a uh, 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 scrub. No sure. scrubs. Yeah. Which do you have a preference? To? I, I mean, no. Like, yes, please. And you, Billy. I was just going to say that I think no scrubs like. Owned me way harder. Owned me way harder. Right. Way, way harder. No scrubs. Weird Al parodied Waterfalls, so that sort of like supplanted my memory of the TLC version with the Weird Al version. Okay. But No Scrubs was one of the dopest songs ever. There's no way they, they – you think they still don't want scrubs or you think they'll accept a scrub? Now? I don't know what their scrub policy is now, but I, I would imagine yeah. that – I don't know if they've loosened on scrubs, if they maybe allow one or two scrubs through the door. Well, what do you say we play No Scrubs? Let's find out. Okay. Let's read between the lines. <laughs> Thinks he's flying this Also known as a buster Always talking about what he wants And just sits on his broke ass So don't I don't want your number No I don't want to give you mine And no I don't want to meet you nowhere No I don't want any your time And no I don't want no scrub A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me Hanging on the passenger side Of his best friend's ride Trying to Trying to holler at me, and I know that he cannot approach me. Cause I'm looking 
surely that you don't show love. Oh, oh yes, son, I'm talking to you. Wanna get with me with no money? Never rise. I don't find a surprise, and if you don't have the cheese to please me and bounce from here to the coast of overseas. So let me give you something to think about. Inundate your mind with intentions to turn you out. Can't forget to focus on the picture in front of me. Do it clear as DVD on digital TV screens. Satisfy my appetite with something spectacular. Check your vernacular, and then I get back to ya. With diamond-like precision, insatiable is what I envision. Can't detect acquisition from your friend's expedition. Mr. was no scrubs from tlc and that was I, I can't quite sort of date mark that song but that was high school that was like a chunk of my high school Same. experience i was a yeah it was like late so like a freshman in high school yeah so like 97 or something like yeah that. it was right around the time where my friends started driving right it was like right around the time where we would blast that song in the car once we had newfound car freedom and then uh men got mad and they wrote no pigeons Oh, do you remember No Pigeons? Wait a minute. Kind of. Refresh me? It was like, guys, I think it was a group called Sporty Thieves. Okay. And uh, they couldn't sing, but they, uh, they made a song like, I don't want no pigeons. A girl is a broker. Bro. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, just they, like a reaction song to it where they were like, all right, you don't want scrubs? Well, we don't want pigeons, pigeon. I got to say, one of the great things about hip hop in general, hip hop culture, it's one of the only genres of music where you get explicit response tracks. <laughs> just like there are so like Biggie and Tupac, like in so much of throughout hip hop history and like you probably right. could cite more examples than I could. But like there's one person puts out a diss track and then the diss puts out a very explicit response track I would, to the song. I agree. I would like Makai Pfeiffer to write a response song to The Boy Is Mine. The Boy Is Mine. The Choice Is Mine, the ladies. My... Excuse me. My Body, My Choice. My body, My Choice by Makai Pfeiffer. My Makai Body, My, my Makai, Makai choice. choice. That would be so funny if the response song came out like 21 years later. <laughs> 20 of <laughs> delayed time response. Or if, they, or if we just get a follow-up song where they, we tell them, they tell us how it all like shook yeah, exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. Monica, Monica just releases a song called Turns Out It Was Mine. <laughs> the Turns boy the, was mine. Was in fact mine. I often said that Montel Jordan should write a song called That Was How We Did It. Oh, come on, Billy. <laughs> just the past tense of songs. That was how we, we did, did it. it. Boom. Boom. Come on, Billy. That's a good idea. That was how we did it. I mean, the lyrics could basically stay the same except for just a few lyrical changes. That's that the, was how. That's the way to like re-release or like there's this whole trend of like remastering and like re-digitizing songs. You're so right. Just tweak it a little bit. Just Reminder. Give tracks <laughs> reminder tracks that boy was in fact mine that Monica. boy was monica's <laughs> they both had to sing about it exactly uh but that's so funny that no scrubs no pigeons that doesn't surprise me yeah yeah but it's also shows like just thin-skinned men i know in a genre owned and operated by men I and know. male ego I know. one song comes out where women trying to power hey wait a minute wait a minute wait we don't want bad ones yeah, of you either yeah, exactly and you though <laughs> yeah yeah um so we just played a nelly song yes it's 2006 now, Adam. Great. We're going to play another Nelly song. Okay, good. Except this Nelly doesn't have a Band-Aid under her eye. <laughs> okay. This is Nelly Furtado. Yeah, I really like her. She partnered up with uh, the producer du jour at the time, Timbaland. Timbaland, one of the best. And uh, they played this song. 
So should we listen to it? Please let's promiscuous girl. I'm a big girl, I can handle myself. But if we get lonely, I'm gonna need your help. Pay attention to me, I don't talk for my health. I want you on my team. So does everybody else. Maybe we can keep it on the low. Let your guard down, ain't nobody got it. If you were the girl, I know what place we can go. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good That's one. That's really, really good. And is that Timbaland also singing there? Yes. That's Damn, dude. Yeah. That song kind of is bringing me in the direction of how we felt after the Jeps. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. That's... Where I was just like, I feel it and I'm like, oh, okay, this is good. This yeah. is good. This is My good. My head starts nodding immediately. Can we just celebrate Timbaland for a second? Please. Like truly, truly on like the Mount Rushmore of hip hop producers. He owned a couple <sighs> of years. Wow, man. We've talked about this before, <laughs> how producers will own a couple of years yes. and all sounds will come from them. That's right. Whether it's Dr. Dre. Yes. Or Pharrell. Yes. Or Just Blaze. Yes. Or Timbaland. Timbaland. Everyone. Or Kanye. Yes. You know, it's like everyone owns for a little while and Timbaland, when he partnered with Justin Timberlake, he started partnering with pop stars. Yes. He started bringing hip-hop sounds to pop stars. Not just traditional hip-hop sounds, but like the feel and speed That's of right. hip-hop. And it wasn't the popifying of hip-hop. It was the hip-hopifying of pop. Wow. It was like, do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't Nelly and Puffy bringing pop sensibilities to hip-hop. It was quite the opposite. It was Timberlake having great taste and being like, I want the dopest hip-hop producer to, like, make Cry Me a River. Right. And Cry Me a River, like, is pop, but, like, feels like a hip-hop track yeah there, oh, there's songs on there that feel like just hip-hop yes it's not unlike justin bieber and diplo that's right you know but even previous to that Tim, um timbaland i feel like is responsible for missy's sound kind of right like of i course. feel like the missy elliott Timbo, like timbo and magoo Tim, i can't stand the rain Look, that's timbaland the timbaland missy elliott i feel like collaboration is one of the great they're smarter than most that's like a documentary waiting to happen like timbaland and missy just like yeah. that pair that pair that partnership was yeah one of the hip-hop's greatest yeah 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 producer sort of artist he's been around forever he made some of the hottest tracks on the black album yes he for did jay-z too but one of my favorite parts of that documentary the black album documentary is yes. when jay-z there is it's a it's his quote-unquote retirement concert at madison square garden which is so funny because he's unretired a thousand times since then but that that movie and that oh, concert is amazing the apex, maybe the apex of rap agreed okay that is an all-time great hip-hop moment everyone's there but so like the movie splices between the concert footage itself and like jay-z meeting like the creation of the black album yes it's awesome it's amazing so you get to see him meet like go to like young ass kanye's studio and he hears the beat for lucifer yep and brush the dirt off your shoulder or maybe that was tim yeah, but he's meeting all these people. Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin. He hears ninety nine problems for the first time, exactly. and you hear it through the headphones. Oh, it's so good! So guys. good. Watch this movie. Yes, fade and, to black. Fade to black. And Timbaland, and then he goes into Timbaland Studio. Yes, and Timbaland. I just little details. I remember he's Timbaland is my favorite of them in Miami. In Miami, yep. Timbaland is pe- listening to his own sick beat. Loving it. Peeling a banana. Loving just, it. Just like grooving the way his like teddy bear body does. And uh-huh. just like loving it. Yeah. Drinking like a gallon of like weird water on like a banana. It's fruit punch. It's a fruit punch. A gallon of fruit punch. That's right. It's fruit punch. A gallon. Think about it, guys. <laughs> like Think of a gallon of milk. <laughs> yeah. And imagine on, being on the dance floor holding a gallon of milk. But yes. he was and it was fruit punch. And the energy of just like Jay-Z at the time, alpha dog of hip hop, going to Timbaland. And Timbaland being like, here are my sick beats I've been making for a year. Take your pick and pay me. Yep. And it was just like, wow. Yeah. It's like Timbaland, like who makes Jay-Z? Like Timbaland, Pharrell, like Kanye, Rick Rubin make Jay-Z. And the cool thing about Jay-Z is he doesn't write, (laughs) as everyone knows. He doesn't write his lyrics in advance. So he would go to these studios, hear these songs, and get inspired, and then just start rapping to them. So it's like you kind of, he really needs beats that are going to inspire him. That's right. And so it's kind of cool when there's just like, yeah, this one. Yeah. Yeah, this one. Timbaland, and that Timbaland Aaliyah song. Timbaland uh, Aaliyah song. With the baby cry. Work the middle. Oh, no. Uh, the, oh. Dun, 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 oh, you dun, that dun. somebody. Yeah. I'm talking about somebody. I mean, Timberland. yeah. Uh, all, all praise be to Timberland. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't taken a break. Not at all. No. And Nelly Furtado, not to shortchange Nelly Furtado, who also had the- Fair. She is, I mean, she, her voice has a really kind of ethereal, unique quality to it that differentiates her from other sort of summer pop stars, I would is say. Is she like a bird? She's like a bird. She, she is, only right? flies away. Yeah, yeah. She uh, don't know where her home that is. That was, <laughs> I would say that's as, uh, I'd say that's akin to Matchbox 20's Bent <laughs> that we talked about on the first yes. other summer yes. anthems, where it's like, and kind of complicated too, where it's like, <laughs> it's hard to imagine these songs as like the anthem. I know. Or like the big hit when they're like 76 beats per minute. Yeah, slow. We just like hadn't sped up the music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's why Nelly was sort of, yeah, the Nelly, Timbaland is just like, 
It's like that. Remember that? I mean, this is sort of an obscure old reference, but there was like a weird thing when we were kids, like BASF, and it was like, we don't make the products you make. We make. We don't make the products you buy. We make the products you buy better. I never really knew what the company was, right. but I feel like Timberland is like he doesn't make. He like that is so well said. <laughs> it's just like he does. He, he's not like I don't know. Like he just makes all the music you like way better. Yeah, Timberland just like he takes all the all pop the stars. Artists. He doesn't make the pop stars. He makes them better. Sorry. Yeah, he makes all the artists better. That's right. Well said. Yeah, <laughs> really well said. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see what songs they beat. Okay, great. Yeah. Wow. They beat Hips Don't Lie by Shakira. That's huge. I this mean, one we were both surprised by. Crazy Gnarls Barkley. I mean, because that felt that felt more ubiquitous than anything. That was the that to me was the biggest one. They came with a new sound. New kind sound. of like a Mark Ronson-y type sound where it was just like something's happening here. And that was CeeLo and DJ Danger Mouse. Correct. That's who Gnarls Barkley was. Correct. Yes. And crazy and cr- I think the reason that we think that we remember crazy as being so ubiquitous because I feel like it was immediately licensed in every commercial. Should have been. And I feel like that... It's the best song. Yeah. Yeah. It was really the best song. Yeah. Yeah. And that was before, remember CeeLo's Sorry for the Language, Fuck You? Yeah. Remember that song? Yeah. Another banger. (laughs) Unbelievable. Banger. Unbelievable track. The fact that a a track with that name (laughs) could get so much radio play shows how popular and great that song is. Forget You was the radio version. Yes. But that song, so yeah... But, uh, yeah, Crazy was everywhere. Yeah. Was uh, everywhere. Let's see. Any other songs worth mentioning? Oh, they beat the Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> oh, yes. Who the heck is that? 2006. Okay. Yeah. So we were dumb in 2006. Yes. Maybe we fast forward to 2010. Adam. Let's do it. Is it time? It, I think it's time. Okay. Oh, this is a good summer. This is a good summer. Oh, it's our friend again. This is a really good summer. It's not the Jeps. Nope. Adam, who is it? Katy Perry featuring Snoop Dogg, California Girls. Spell G-U-R-L-S. It's a little unique, isn't what's that, it? What's that getting you? Girl. It's just like, girl. What's I think it's a, with a little stank on it. Oh. I think it's like, hey, girl, like, hey, girl. Dang, girl. <laughs> I think it's like, that's, that's my interpretation, at least. All right. California well, girls. So let's listen to California girls. Let's please. Good. Pure pop. Pure sugary pop. Uh, in the Just. in the quoted by Charlie Sheen, winning, winning. That song is a winning. <laughs> that is up. That is summer. Yeah, man. And there it is, folks. That's summer. That is the summer. Well, again, I think that we literally said this. I think Katy Perry is the human summer anthem. She just can't not make the infectious summer jam. Did you know that uh, <laughs> if you, whenever you listen to that song, you're also roller skating? <laughs> yeah. Did you know that? That you start even ro- if you're not wearing roller. You skating. start roller skating the second that song comes on. <laughs> did you know that? One of the lyrics is Daisy Duke's bikinis on top. Yeah. Bikinis on top. The bikinis on top. Where else would they go? California girls. I also just want to say that, like, just to chart, you can really easily chart Snoop Dogg's career as well. Go on. Because late 90s gin and juice. Let me rubbers that my boys do, too. He's like in California love with Tupac and Dre. Murder was the case that that they gave me. me. I'm innocent. Fast forward 15 years or 20 years. (laughs) Yes. He is... Seriously, the most PG. I mean, like, this is the sugariest, most sanitized, least gangster. Cashed so, in. Cash, cash All in. the way in. He did his years at death row. I'm good there. And it's just like respect to Snoop Dogg for that. <laughs> like, Snoop Dogg is, and maybe we've talked about this too, is one of the Snoop Dogg, Jay Z, you know, like, Jay Z has had a rap career the whole time. He's just like been a rapper for his whole career, and yeah. that's kind of been it. Took like five, seven years off, I would say, recently. That's right. But yes. Snoop Dogg is like our, is like the one kind of hip hop mogul right. who has really successfully branched out into like all the now it's like a full entertainment mogul in his own right he's Shaq he's Shaq he, he feels like rap he's rap's Shaq he is rap's Shaq right so like this song was a clearly a bridge to a Martha Stewart reality show right it's like right. if you can make this song with Katy Perry you can also be on the QVC with Martha Stewart he can do he can do no wrong he can do no wrong right but it's just so funny to imagine, like, the, the Snoop Dogg we grew up with in the 90s, who was like, right. damn, this dude is the living embodiment of explicit lyrics. He came out in a wheelchair. Was it the Source Awards? No, or that was, was the MTV Music Awards? Yes. Was there, like, a full choir behind yes. him? Yes. Right. For Murder Was the Case. God. He was the best, man. Snoop Dogg. Death Row was crazy. Yes. And Snoop Dogg is also, to Katy Perry's credit, uh, is, like, uh, the sort of, I don't know, poet laureate of California, one would say. So who else are you going to get under California Girl right. song? It's like right. Snoop has instant Cali. Cali cred. That song comes out in 2017. Is it Kendrick? Yes. Right? And in fact, it, to, to that point, didn't Kendrick do the verse on Bad Blood with Taylor Swift? There you and, go. It's just like, is yes, that, it's Kendrick. Is that that? Is that song that? 
Is, basically. Is California Girls basically bad blood? Essentially. Bad blood has, like, quote-unquote, bite, right? Because right. it's like, now we got bad blood. And a pretty banging beat. It's a banging ass beat. Yeah. But Kendrick is the... So, yes. I think if this is to that... Kendrick is the L.A. guest first rapper now. You are in your backyard, and you're holding two albums. Love it. I am an alien, and I come down from outer space. <laughs> Love this. You, uh, I come down and I say, hey, what are those two things in your hands? Oh. You tell me one album is a single, okay. and it's uh, Taylor Swift's Bad Blood. <laughs> okay. Uh, the other album in my hand is California Girls. Girls, Katy Perry, Snip Dog. And um, yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm an alien. I say, all right, I, oh, I only have time to listen to one single. Oh, geez, you're only here for three minutes and 30 seconds? Yes. <laughs> which, which song do you, Adam Lustick, tell me I have to hear first? As m- much respect to Taylor Swift, much respect to Kendrick Lamar, probably my favorite rapper maybe of all time ever. Yeah. I love Bad Blood. I think it's cool. I see where this is going. The video is cool. But I'm taking that CD single. I'm flinging it into the woods behind your alien spacecraft. Okay, and I'm saying, okay, sorry, I didn't mean to. It's just a very fragile. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I'll I'll throw it the other way. I'll just put it. Yeah, just carefully down on the ground. Thank you. And then I'll take the other CD single, California Girls. Yes, Girls with Katy Perry and Snoop Dogg, and say, please take this back to your planet. Okay. Please take this sugary sweet pop. Your your alien children, if you have them, will enjoy this. That's a really good bridge. (laughs) I was reading some sort of article um, in the New York Times Magazine about uh, how we're still pursuing trying to find extraterrestrial life in outer space. Cool. And the biggest, like, not the the biggest unknown is not, you know, are they out there, but rather. If they are, what do we say to them? Right. How? What, what is the a most like logical like bridge in terms of like communication? It's not English. Right. It's like, is it like taps? Is it right. sounds? Like, how can we at least try and provide that? Yes. Um, I think that if we do connect, this answers the question. Music. Three minutes and 30 seconds, we play California girls. This is what we humans are about. Right. Just this is what we're about. It's kind of rem- – did you see Arrival, by the way? No. The movie – oh, that was great. Because that was specifically about how to communicate with extraterrestrials. Okay. Language, the language they use. And what did they do? It's like, well, it's a great Spoiler. movie. Highly recommend it. Yeah. But the aliens like squirt out. It's almost like they speak through just like graphic symbols. Okay. And Amy Adams is this scientist, a linguist, who kind of has to crack the code and figures it out. Oh, okay. But in this sci-fi movie, the aliens communicate – humans and aliens communicate through these like abstract symbols that aren't quite language okay that's not music necessarily but okay yeah you are in the movie arrival cool okay and uh you are it's your job to play three minutes and 30 seconds to these aliens hopefully this will bridge the gap in your left hand you have a cd single (laughs) i love all these cd singles that we have in these hypotheticals you have katie perry's california girls Girls. in your left hand featuring snoop dogg and the goal is we want to become friends with these aliens they only have three minutes and 30 seconds. In your right hand, you have Carly Rae Jepsen's Call Me Maybe. Hey, Bill, you're really putting a gun to my head here. I'm putting an alien to your head. You're putting an alien to my head. Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe, 2012's Jam of the Summer of the Forever mm-hmm. versus 2010 Summer Jam California Girls. Featuring Snoop Dogg. <sighs> And the express purpose is to say we like to have a good time here on Earth. We're friendly. We think you'll like this. This might bridge the gap. Come down, hang out. Man, oh man. This, I am, I feel like I'm sweating. This is one of the most difficult questions I've ever been It's asked. also very warm in here. It's very warm and I'm nervous. <laughs> I really want to get this right. Carly Rae Jepsen thrills me. That song literally thrills every synapse in my brain and every fiber of my being. Correct. California Girls is is maybe like a more technically sound pop song, and I like Snoop Dogg. So, like, I would want the aliens to know that we have Snoop Dogg. I see where this is going, though. I think it's the Jeps. We all knew it was the Jeps. <laughs> I think it's still the Jeps. We're going to go to an ad soon, and we'll have to record that, but we'll probably also listen to the Jeps. I cannot. God bless the Jeps. Seriously, God bless her. This is the No Jeps. This is the No Jeps podcast. No Jeps podcast. <laughs> Oh, okay. <gasps> yeah, baby. Until Jeps is on this podcast as our guest, this is the No Jeps podcast. Where's Jeps been? Where has Jeps been? <laughs> we'll go to an ad read. We'll try and find the Jeps, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you to Squarespace.com for supporting the podcast. Thanks, Squarespace. They've been uh, advertising with us all 2017, and we truly appreciate You're it. Awesome. Uh, if you haven't heard before, Squarespace provides designer templates and website domains for all of your needs. Okay, it's so hot, it's summertime, you're inside, in your air conditioning, looking for something to do. Right. Create a website. That's a good thing to <laughs> do. that. Are you tired of just scrolling through <laughs> websites? Do you think web- websites could be better? Prove it. Make one. Scroll through your 
own website. Prove it. Okay, Squarespace helps you create a website by giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers, powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online, which is great, the ability to customize your look and feel, the settings, the products, and more with just a few clicks. And I think one of my favorite things about Squarespace is that most websites or just online places mm-hmm. have terrible customer support. No True. phone number to call, no one to get in touch with. Squarespace offers 24-7 customer support. That's really critical because none of us are web experts. Maybe you are a listener, but you, we are not. We all need help. We all need help. Yes. <laughs> and help is there for you at squarespace.com. Absolutely. They also have like analytics that help you track your website, who's visiting and where they live in the world kind of in real time, which is so, just doing this podcast has been wild just yeah. to sort of track that and see who's visiting and who listens. It's like one of the nerdier, cooler things to do. Agreed. So uh, this is what we encourage you to do. When you're ready to make a website, go to squarespace.com and enter the offer code no joke and you save 10%. So not only are you starting a website, you're also saving money. Okay. You're a smart business person already. So once again, start your free website or online store trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code no joke and save 10%. Absolutely. And we're back. It's the third act of the No Joke Podcast, <laughs> episode 81. Yep. Um, we, no surprise, have been talking about Carly Rae Jepsen. I think we're just a Carly Rae Jepsen podcast now. And what we realized is that we received a very funny email. We did, just yes. Just a few days ago. Yes. With the subject, Adam, um, Carly Rae Jeps found. It all caps. Love. Found. Love. From our dear listener, Emily, in British Columbia, up in Canada. What's up, Emily? And what did she say about the Jeps? She said, and I quote, you posed the question, where has Carly Rae Jeps been? Which, as a fellow Canadian sister, I feel morally obligated to answer. Love. Morally. Love. Maybe you've already heard from another Carly Rae Jeps fan by now, but in 2015, she released her third album, E-Mo-Shun. With dots between E, Mo, and Shun. Okay. To a somewhat, to somewhat critical acclaim and cult following. It's extremely underrated and full of poppy, dancey Carly Rae jams, and I really recommend checking it out. I Carly Rae Jeps jams would have been nice. We would have accepted Carly Rae Jeps jams. Jeps jams. Carly Rae Jeps jams. We would have accepted that as well. Sorry to interrupt. Nope. Uh, I especially love the title track, Emotion and Your Type. Uh, I'm not sure what she's been doing since then. I love that we're all taking personal responsibility for giving track of this woman. It's the No Jeps podcast. It's the No Jeps podcast. Besides performing at the 2070 Canadian New Year's Eve countdown in a furry green jacket. Well, that's a start. Okay. <laughs> uh, but there's at least a little update on the old Jeps. Thank, Thank you, you, Emily. That, that is super helpful. Super duper helpful. It's she mentions that she likes a Carly Rae Jeps song called Emotion. Yes. Mariah Carey's Emotion's also pretty banging. Amazing. You got me feeling emotions. And that's the one where she like really almost goes uh, to like. Uh, uh. Can you do the whistle? That's called the whistle range. I she wish has I an could. eight octave voice. That was like the that was like the urban legend, right? That she could sing sixty four notes. Yes, eight octaves. Do let's both try to whistle. That's an actual range where some people can sing up. it. Yes. <laughs> do you want to go first? Okay. <laughs> or should I go first? Or was that your? Oh, that no, no, let me try. Ooh, it's that's a little, pretty good. It's a little early in the morning, maybe with a few more hours under my belt. I'm the one wearing headphones, and I can tell you that's pretty good. Where's yours, Bill? <laughs> good, Mariah. She here in the studio. That's bad. It's like we're both Mariah Carey. That's real bad. That's real bad. Um, but thank you, Emily, for emailing us. Thanks, Emily, us. very much. If you are interested in getting in touch with us and maybe arriving on the No Joke Podcast, email us at nojokepod at gmail.com. Please do. It's equally easy to hit us up on Twitter or follow us on Twitter at nojokepod. Yes. Same word. If you would like us to come to your city, which we would obviously love to do, uh, go up to your mayor, tap him on the shoulder, yes. or her, yes. and just say, hi, I know you don't know me, and I know this probably maybe is out of your purview, Mr. and Ms. Mayor. And this is crazy. <laughs> but here's my podcast. The, call, call them me maybe. Call them maybe. maybe. I think this is happening. I think this that is... song parody just really came into yeah. <laughs> So All right, keep an eye out for the Billy and Adam. podcast, call them maybe. Okay, good. Let okay. your mayors know. Okay, Let good. your mayor, just the mayor though. Yes. Just the mayor of your town. <laughs> All right, Adam. What year are we in? 2014? We're going to 14. Tell me. Okay. Oh, you you kind of shrug your shoulders. You're not feeling it? Well, here here we go. It's Iggy Azalea Fancy. Mm. Right. Should we just sniff around 2013? (laughs) What a disting Iggy Azalea! (laughs) It's just that we're giving each of these songs about five minutes of time, and I don't know what to say about Iggy Azalea outside of like that one time where she went, I know. And then she just stopped rapping. I know. Can we just sniff at 2013? Can we please? I don't mean to diss too hard. Oh, Oh, another problematic track. There's nothing going on. 2013, I mean, this was unfortunately such a good song. Mm. 
Uh, Robin Thicke featuring T.I. and Pharrell, Blurred Lines. I wasn't really. Whoa. Wasn't really. Whoa. Let's play it. We'll talk about it, but I wasn't really. Wow, I'm surprised to hear that. Great. If you can't hear was 2013's number one summer jam blurred lines and i mean if we're gonna go past iggy azalea because we didn't like it it's a real shame i know this one this song to me felt like like it was built in a boardroom yep this song was like built around a conference table hashtag pop song who the hell is robin thick first of all alan Thicke's son i think unfortunately that's like what i really <laughs> i mean like he hasn't you I gotta know. I gotta hear your cattle I know it just doesn't you liked it though I mean it was I, I was I was seduced by its ubiquitous it was everywhere that summer yeah you could not escape it for yeah. like a year yeah we were living in like peak Pharrell yeah. universe Pharrell was a hit maker that couldn't not win yep and it was catchy. I mean, like, the video and the controversy surrounding it was, like, Robin Thicke was creepy and, like, there was some, like, some stole... rapey vibes. Oh. Oh, the video had a bunch of naked yeah, women Yeah, it was just, it. Like, like, gratuitously naked supermodels and it was, like, a little weird and he was just, like, creepy. This wasn't the song where he also got copyright infringement from... This is the song from it... Marvin Gaye's estate or something. It, this was the yeah. song. Oh, yeah. And he lost. And he lost. So this right. song is sort of shrouded in controversy, It's frankly. problematic. It's a little problematic. Right. I mean, Pharrell, I mean, I don't know, man, just like Timberland, to me, me, like Pharrell kind of has an 100% success rate. Yep. I, he's really great. He came make, in with <laughs> NERD, totally new sound. He Remember the song by Noriega? What, 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 what? Do that, you know who produced that? Pharrell. Thank you. That's crazy. That's NERD. Man. That's crazy. That whole uh, Nori album that like blew up and had like three or four singles. I love that song. Yes. That's an amazing song. <laughs> Homeboy, I came to party. Yeah. yeah. Your girl is looking at me. Do yeah. you remember that song? Yes. Nothing. Yes. What you gonna do? Yes. Nothing. What, what you, you gonna, gonna do? do? That's Pharrell as well. And Noriega. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, Robin Thicke is the weak link here, just like Iggy is. Exactly. Elliot. It's just like Robin Thicke is the unfortunate part. I probably would have hated this song less if it was Justin Timberlake because yes. he's already done it. The fact that this guy, who I know nothing about has the summer anthem out of nowhere. It's like, you just don't, it feels like it's built in a boardroom. And to your point, where's he been since? He's gone away. The, yeah. Like Robin Thicke like, has just sort of... He's probably like an Instagram model. Uh, yeah, exactly. This is going to be the Carly Rae Jeps bin. Where has Robin Thicke been? Where has Robin Thicke been? But except, don't email we us. We don't even care. Not interested. We don't want to know. Double down on the Jeps. Yes, our interest is Robin Thin in where Robin Thicke has been. O-M-F-G. <laughs> Emphasis on the F. <laughs> Oh. So we don't really care about that. And can we just can we just boo actually just hop over to Iggy for just one second? Let's do it. Let's and just give at Iggy least, a few minutes. At least just oh oh to her song. Well, no, we don't even have to play. No, no, no. I just meant yeah, just to honor the 2014 hit of the summer. Okay. I mean, again, this was another ubiquitous. Fancy was everywhere. I'm so fancy. fancy. But Iggy, why do you think Iggy hit every? Why do you think she made such a splash? Really? Yeah. White woman. White what the the nov the novelty of a white woman aping like dirty south cadence. When you're that big, when you're when you are that famous, it's not just you and your music. Yeah. It is the label. That's it true. is how marketable are you? Like what is like what makes you interesting and different and sets you apart from our entire roster? And she was this like very safe in a way you know, like just like she wasn't she yeah. seemed like a very safe white female that was like oh that's kind of novel yes i almost I'm, I'm almost loath to say and again i not to put you on the spot but is she at least the most famous but it's unfortunate that she's in the conversation for greatest white female rapper of all time right it's just like uh, well who's that who else is up there? that's what i'm sort of curious about i mean angie martinez doesn't quite make the list because no. she's not a white woman obviously <laughs> and she was only featured on ladies night and yeah, she did a song with shaggy she's amazing <laughs> uh but iggy almost by default has just like ass backwards stumbled into like if you had to like off the top your head name like a white female rapper it's what? goddamn Iggy Azalea. have you seen the trailer for this movie about this girl in New Jersey yes yes heavy set girl looks who becomes, amazing do you know the name of it god damn it I used to just one second ago and it escapes me yeah but it looks incredible yeah that, looks, we'll try and figure that out by the end because I would like to promote that because the trailer is special looks amazing and that's about a white female rapper truly yep yeah. um we also have a responsibility Adam yes what's that well uh in the summer anthems part one episode yep we maybe prematurely declared the song of the summer. Yeah. We said it was DJ Khaled's I'm the One. In fact, we said it in unison. Emphatically. We agreed on it kind of intuitively. 
We were young then. Yeah. We were dumb. Times have changed, man. That was like three weeks. That was weeks ago. We're how, wizened men now. How foolish we were. The radio still plays. We, we need to come clean. Uh, that is not the song of this summer. That was the song of the June. That was the song of the June, but we have to take a Louine. You just need to take a breath. Yep. Have a little bit more of a global perspective on this summer's anthem. Still Bieber. It's still Bieber, but it's Despacito. It's Daddy Yankee. <laughs> it's Daddy Yankee. So Justin Bieber. We need to pay respect <laughs> yeah, to like, 2017's Song of the Summer. We need to come clean. Until <laughs> three weeks from now when we declare <laughs> the new Song of the Summer. Yeah, exactly. But this is Daddy Yankee's Despacito. Despacito. Enjoy. Oh, yeah. Ya, ya me está gustando más de lo normal. Todo mi sentido va pidiendo más. Esto hay que tomarlo sin ningún apuro. Despacito Quiero respirar tu cuello despacito Deja que te diga cosas al oído Para que te perdes si no estás conmigo Despacito. So, truth be told, uh, we didn't listen to Despacito in the act break, yes. despite playing it. Right. And when I asked Adam, should we listen to it real quick? He said, I've been listening to it my whole my life. entire life. My whole life. My whole life I've been listening it to it. It feels like that. Literally. A good summer anthem should feel like you've been listening to it for your whole life. Never not been listening life. to it. It's, it's unstoppable. Fair. I mean, it's, it's a really, 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 really good song. Yeah. Do you know what Despacito translates to? Honestly, I do not. Come on. I don't. Despacito. Oh, slowly. Rebecca, our friend Rebecca told us this. I think it means slowly. Slowly. Yes. We were just in Mexico for three days. And we moved slowly. There you go. It was very hot. We moved very despacito. Despacito. Muy fuerte. Um, The version without Justin Bieber had like nine trillion hits on YouTube already. And then Bieber was just like, I will appropriate this. I'll hop on this. I'll just, I'll double down to make it even more famous. Just slap my name on this real quick. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Bieber. And there was that famous kind of famous, infamous sort of like TMZ-ish video where Bieber was like wasted and like doing it at a club and didn't know any of the words it yeah. was just like i don't blame him whatever he went to a studio whatever. once he had the lyrics in front of him he sang it got trillions exactly right what do summer so what what is it about these summer anthems that make them own like that give them expiration dates at the end of the summer do you think we'll still be listening to despacito in october i think it's the hot dog law I the think it's law. the hot dog law. The hot dog law states that at the beginning of summer, hot dogs are the most uh, enjoyable food. The yeah. smell and the yep. taste of hot dogs are the best. Tantalizing. And whenever you smell it, you want it, yes. and you hope that they're always around. <laughs> By the end of the summer, hot dog law states that if you hear it or smell it, or if someone mentions hot dog one more time, you'll go crazy. You're going to vomit. You've had too much. Yeah. You had the three months to go all in, and then hot dog law states that you have to put it down. Put it down. So we can expect that Despacito, come early September, will be treated much like the hot dog Bye-bye. and we'll say, that's enough. Leave it on the shelf. We had a great summer. It was a great summer. You did your job. I'm feeling a little bloated. Yeah. I need a break. We need to go back to just a sensible salad. Yes. Just like a sensible salad, a.k.a. Wilco. What just we like, had. So <laughs> like, it's fall. It's, it's fall. time for Wilco. Let's get sad for a second. That is funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is very funny. Um, we also looked up in the act break yes. the movie we were talking about, Adam, about the white girl rapper. Yes, it's called Patty Cakes. With a dollar sign for the S. It just looks amazing. That's good. Please go and check out this trailer, and if and when it comes out to, in movie theaters, please go see this. It looks so cool. What One of my favorite things about this trailer, and about whenever trailers do this, especially hip-hop movies, yes. is that they the whole setup is like the struggle, how yes. they become the rapper, right. and then it really needs to pay off when they like become the rapper yes. for the first time. The yes. beat needs to drop in that moment. Yes. And this trailer does it really, really, really well. well. Yes. yes. The first time she, we see in the trailer, the first time she builds up the confidence, the movie's called Patty Cakes. I, we really, really suggest looks you so check cool. it out. We'll yes. post it on Twitter we as well. We will. We will. Yeah. It looks great. I think it was like a Sundance movie that got a bunch of buzz and that was going to be a thing. But it looks man, awesome. It looks so cool. Yep. It looks really, really cool. Um, this was the second summer anthem, Adam. <laughs> I, we can't promise there won't be more. That's what I was going <laughs> to ask. <It's> like, <laughs> Is there any chance that we go summer anthem three? <laughs> it's so fun. And I'm loving this life. Yeah. That, I don't know. Maybe. We discussed never trying to do something like summer blockbusters or right. other summer things. Yeah. And it keeps coming back to music. Our love of pop <laughs> know. knows no bounds. I know. We just need to know. Yeah. So this is so great. I feel like we could do this forever. Yeah. Um, but Monica, if you're out there, please uh, subscribe to the podcast. Yes. Jeps, if you're out there, congrats on the green fur- uh, fuzzy jacket at the Canadian Awards. Yeah. Uh, good to know you're still making music. Let's toss this out there before we uh, yeah. wrap things up. Yeah. Let's get real for a second. We both love the Japs. Very much. We are very, very, very low-level celebrities. Yeah. I would say no-level almost. Oh, yeah. No-level is actually more (laughs) appropriate. How do we plausibly – what is the first step? What is the first way of getting on the inroad of 
getting to know the Jeps, to meeting the Jeps, whether she comes on our podcast, whether we just have a Twitter interaction with her, how do we bridge the gap between the No Jeps podcast and the Jeps? I honestly think it's devoted and kind-hearted listeners like Emily, who are Canadian. Yes. Because a lot of a lot of these emails that we receive are from Canada. Of course. So if there's some if there's listeners out there in Canada yes. that have some cousin of a friend of a who of a what of a where hmm. that has known the Jeps, okay. that has interacted with the Jeps, that has worked with the Jeps. That's good. It's like I don't want to go too creepy. Right. But like if the Jeps went to public high school perhaps, yeah. maybe some, maybe one of your friends knew her then. So but went to secondary school, university, I don't know if that's what you call it in Canada. Okay, but, right. Yeah. Uh, if someone has a Jeps connection. Okay, so we're relying on a Jeps connection. <laughs> Yeah. We, we needed solid Jeps. Who is our Jeps connect? Yes. Although we could just – I mean I know you tweeted at her last time. We tweeted at her after the mm-hmm. after the previous episode. Yeah. But yeah, I mean – We're going to need some friends with huge Twitter followers we, to start tweeting at the Jeps on behalf of us. Please do that. Hypothetically, the Jeps does get in touch with us. We get three minutes and 30 seconds. You and I are standing in your backyard. I have a question in my hand. Has she been the alien this whole time? <laughs> the big reveal. <laughs> I have a question in my hand. You have a question in your hand. <laughs> We're each allowed to ask Alien Jeps one question. She has to go back on her spaceship and bring California girls to her home planet. But in the meantime, she's going to entertain us. Do you know what one question you would ask the Jeps? Absolutely. Okay. I would say, so, did he ever call? Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> You would ask for the follow-up track. Yeah, for the response track. God. (laughs) And the response track would be called, so, did he ever call? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe, That is a very good question. That's what I would ask. What would you hope the answer to be? No, I'm still waiting. Wow. Because that would mean the door would be open for maybe someone like us, and we could swoop in and be like, I'll call you maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What would you ask the Jeps, alien or not? If I had one minute to talk to the Jeps, (laughs) I might ask her. The Jeps. Where have you been? Mm-hmm. I might. That's... A little more confrontational. Yeah, yeah. Where have you been? Where have you been? Almost like she's late. Almost like we've been expecting she, she's late. I yeah. look at my watch. I look at Alien Jeps. Yeah. It's 2017. Where have you been? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I really would like to meet the Jeps. I will, we would love the opportunity to do that. If anyone knows the Jeps, please make it happen. The Jeps Connects. Yes. Is there a uh, – kids these days use hashtags. Yeah. They never work, but they still use them. Yes. Is there a hashtag that we could – kind of get going off the ground where people start saying like Jeps for no joke Jeps on no no joke for Jeps no Jeps podcast mm-hmm. yeah Jeps and on no joke Jeps on no joke Jeps on no joke no joke wants Jeps Maybe. listeners please submit some fun hashtag yeah options. this might yeah. be a Twitter poll yeah, yeah. this episode's gonna come out on Friday we're probably gonna put out the same Twitter poll on Friday yeah. and we're going to be looking for the appropriate hashtag to bring the Jeps ideally to the No Jeps podcast. It's doable. So that it can be the Jeps podcast. I think it's doable. All right. All right. Let's so, do So No Joke Pod is our Twitter handle. Yes. Uh, when this episode comes out, go there, vote, suggest a better handle because we need to meet yeah, the Jeps. Yeah, we need to meet the Jeps. These episodes are called the Summer Anthem episodes. Let's get real. These are the Carly Rae. Jeps Jepson Appreciation Month. This is Jepson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jepson Appreciation Month. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for the No Jeps podcast, I am Billy Scafiari. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will Jeps you next uh, week. Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast.